You're listening to the Legend Vest Podcast for Entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or been in business for many years, we take a deep dive into what it takes to truly become successful. It's time to level up your business and your personal life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jameson and Courtney Gavin. Welcome to the Legend Vest Podcast. It is yours truly, the original JG, a.k.a. Jameson Gavin. And I have with me today... Courtney Gavin. So today we're going to be talking about something a little bit controversial. So, you know, we recently saw something online and we had we had to talk about it right so you know we don't want to offend anybody but if we do it is what it is so today we're going to talk about is pumping gas chivalrous does it make you a man and what defines what a good man is so you know i guess i'll ask you first does pumping gas for your woman okay make you a man because you're like well yeah pumping gas like i guess you can't because people are gonna be like what do you mean Yes. Does pumping gas for your woman make you a man, Got make it. you chivalrous? Excuse me. That's why Excuse I'm here. Me. Yeah, that is why she is here. <laughs> okay. So, you know, so what do you think? Does pumping gas for your for your woman make you a man or make, make you chivalrous? What do you think? So I think it's a great gesture. It's something that you do. And I hardly ever have to pump my own gas unless I'm by myself, you know, and I happen to be really low on my gas tank. Um, but most of the time when we're together, he typically pumps the gas. And so I do like that. And I think Mm -hmm. you do that. And I'll let you speak on that a little bit later. And I think you do that because you care about me. You want to protect me. It's better for me to be safer in the vehicle than to be out there in the elements. And, you know, gas stations tend to be dirty and weird people and stuff like that. So um, you do that gesture for me. And now to answer that question, like, does that make you a man? Like I said, I think it's a great gesture. I think there are a lot of other things that make you a man because anybody can pump gas for anybody that doesn't make them you know the number one person of the year but it is a nice gesture is what i'll start off with saying what do you think yeah well you know i think that um i think defining what a man is changes as society you know believes that there's different you know uh, ideas or ideals of what a man is Hmm. so you know, I think currently, like chivalry, like a lot of women in, in just society says the chivalry is dead, right? They're they're going around, they're watching, you know, the soap operas and like chivalry's dead, chivalry's dead. And one of those things is like opening doors for women, you know, another one would be pumping the gas for, you know, for their woman. And so when I look at the reason why I do those types of things is is number one, I say more of as to help you like in your tasks, like in your day mm. and with all the things that you already have going on. So sure, I'm extremely busy. Sure, I'm working on a lot of different uh, different things, different projects. However, you know, any way that I can help the person whom I love, I think that that's like super, super important, you know? And I think if you're not looking to help the person whom you love in every way that's possible just to make their life a little bit more convenient, I think that that's actually not being a good man or even conversely being a good woman. So, you know, for me, one of those things is, right, um, 
a lot of times, like when you have to go somewhere, like you have no gas, right? So mm-hmm. I'll try to go, you know, late at night. I would just want to make a run to the gas station. I might want to pick up something, you know, um, like a drink or whatever. And then I'll just, you know, I'll say, well, I'll take your car so I can actually get the gas for you. So then tomorrow or the rest of your week, you're good to go. You don't have to stop for gas mm-hmm. for a couple of days. And, you know, you can go ahead and handle and, you know, conquer the world. So, you know, when I look at it that way, I think that that the belief of that makes you a good man. Um, And what I have found is a lot of men who are willing and offer to pump gas for their women, they typically have the traits of being good men. Typically men who don't have that trait and they say, man, you know, she can pump her own gas, man. You know, why is she pumping the gas for me? Typically they aren't good men. They don't they don't provide. They don't take responsibility for their actions. Um, they're lazy, you know, they don't actually, you know, um, protect or help their relationships, you know, in positive manners, you know, they're leeching, they're pulling away from it. And so, you know, it's typical. And it doesn't say that because you don't pump gas doesn't mean that you're not a good man. It's just that that's, that's a lot of times that's, that's a part of the puzzle that makes up a good man. It doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. there, but it is usually one of those, one of those pieces. I get that. And I, I agree. And I think, that is part of being what a provider is and things like that. So I think the person that sparked this conversation on Facebook was challenging whether pumping gas for your woman or for whoever, you know, makes you a man or whatever. And I don't think this person agreed with it. And of course, people were jumping in the comments, you know, saying that, you know, it's something they do out of love to protect their wives. And all these people that were jumping in are in committed, married relationships with kids and everything. Um, now on the flip side, I have definitely pumped gas when we're together. Sometimes, you know, I'll do it. So I'll put it to you this way. Sometimes it's out of convenience. If I'm the one that's driving, sometimes I'll pump gas. Sometimes it's easier. I'm already on that side. Or if you're not feeling well, or if you're on a phone taking a business call, I'll go ahead and get the gas. Like, look, I don't, I don't determine, oh my gosh, should he pump my gas today? Is that going to determine, you know, how much he loves me? Of course not. Like, you know, we do whatever we have to do to get the job done in the quickest and the most efficient and the most safest. So sometimes we have to take that on a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. But so it it doesn't necessarily exactly like define a man or whatever. But I do think it's it's certainly a very kind and thoughtful gesture that a mature man does. Um, but like I said earlier, but also just because you do it doesn't make you doesn't like make spectacular you either, right? So you know you can't just put all the weight on that one task that that person does to determine whether or not they're a man but um but i also i agree what you're saying i think the people that typically challenge that the mindset behind it is they just don't want to do it and they don't believe in it and that's your opinion if that's how you feel um and and depending on who you're with your partner as long as he or she is okay with that Mm -hmm. look that's y'all's relationship you're going to have your own relationship rules, your own things that you're going to be comfortable with, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's partnership is different. Um, but yeah. for us, you know, I think, you know. No, I, I think I think that that's key right there is right. what you just said, right? Every relationship is different. So, you know, what defines a man, right, and what makes a man chivalrous, I think, is when a man is willing to do things to help his uh, his partner, you know, succeed in life or, you know, make their life a little bit easier. I think that's that's really what chivalry is, you know, mm-hmm. and, and for a woman, it goes the opposite way as well. You know, so 
I mean, a woman doesn't have to have dinner ready every time you come home or have, you know, everything, the house super clean all the time or whatever, right? It's, 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 it's not like gender specific roles is what we're trying to say. Mm-hmm. So it's more of how can you help that other person succeed and conquer yes. the world, you know, 100% focus to destroy any obstacle in their way today. To me, that's what being a good man is. To me, that's what, you know, being a good woman is, you know, for their man or for their partner or whatever. So, you know, when it also comes down to, you know, like what makes a good man, honestly, I think providing is one of the number Mm. one things, you know. So, like, when when you look at people, you know, and you say, man, you know, like he was a bad father or like he's a bad husband. Like, typically, they're speaking of like two things, right? They're speaking of number one. They were broke. They didn't have no money. They couldn't do nothing for them or whatever. The number two, they weren't around. Those mm. are typically the two things that, you know, that people talk about. And you know what I think is worse? What's that? Not being around. Like, so here's the thing, um, you know, because money comes and goes, mm-hmm. right? And money is huge and being provider is obviously huge. But um, I think being present is really, really huge because that's something, time is something you can't gain later. We can gain money later, right? We can lose money later, but time, you can't get that time back, you know? So just a little thought. Yeah. I, I, I think that they're both equally important, uh, yeah. personally. I think that, yeah. I think a lot of people don't put enough weight on money to be quite honest, oh, really? um, I do, and and I would love to really do a, like a a, hmm. a a killer episode I on that. Would be the opposite. I think people don't put enough weight on money. Um, I think time is definitely the number one resource, but I don't think people put enough weight and importance on money hmm. and taking care of it and valuing it and understanding it and studying it. So I do think as a provider. That is extremely important. And then the other part, it is also being around. I think a lot of people, you know, they decide not to be around perhaps because they don't have enough money. You know what I mean? And so, you know, and and so they're working to actually make the money. And so that means that they're not around. Right. But if you understand that these work together, you know, and they, you know, have phenomenal synergies, then you can become to be you can understand to become a much better man. So, you know, not being there as a as a man, as a father, as a husband is not acceptable. Right. That's right. not how you're going to become a legend. That's not how you're going to leave a legacy. Right. Also, not providing financially for your family and for yourself is not how you're going to become a legend. It's not how you're going to leave a legacy. You have to do both. That is the only way to become a legend is to offer and to have both of those things. I'm not trying to say money is over everything. But it is darn sure important in everything in this world. And if you think that it's not, this isn't the podcast for you. And you should probably go listen to somebody else's podcast because money and time are, are two things that you have to make sure that you control. If they're controlling you, it's you're you're not you're not a man, okay? You're not providing, and you're darn sure never going to become a legend. So you know, I don't know if you have if you think of the same that I think there, but. You know, what do you think? You pretty much took some of the words out of my mouth because when you were saying earlier about there's some people or some fathers or some whoever, and it's not just men that also have to provide, you know, women can step up and be Mm -hmm. that provider as well. But there's some people who think, so some people do work like two, three jobs and they are gone and, and understandably so they are out there working really hard, but then they're not there. They may be providing financially and, you know, the roof mm-hmm. is over their mm-hmm. head, you know, they got clothes on their back, things like that. They're taken care of, 
but that element of love is missing yep. and then you grow up with that void you know sure you got clothes but let me tell you there's nothing like having that bond or that relationship with your parents and having both your parents so you know and it's really important it's equally important to have both because you can't just have money without the relationship and without the presence. You can't just be there and unemployed either, or at least without some kind of stream of income coming in. So you right. really do need both. So I agree. You pretty much hit everything on the head. Yep. So and and one thing I will say, you know, is I had a phenomenal role model, probably the best role model in the history of fathers was my father, who was oh. who always provided for myself and for my family, for my mom. You know, and and even for other males, it's just so it's so phenomenal. You know, like you know, my father hasn't always made you know like a lot of money, right? And growing up, we grew up in what is known as today as the hood. So you know, it wasn't that we were living on you know the high, in the high rise and you know what was it got the Jeffersons. You know, we weren't living that lifestyle. You know, when I was younger, and so to truly understand it, he always provided for us. And what I mean is not not just financially, right, and making sure that you know I had a roof over my head, that I had food, that I was able to go to practice, I was able to you know to go on the travel teams when I became a good soccer player. Mm -hmm. And the bigger thing is, he was there. He mm. was present in my life. And so, mm. you know, time. Is like I, like you were saying, and like I was saying, is very important. And him being there, you know, while I was in elementary school, right when I went to middle school and kind of went through a crazy phase when I had gangs in my school, and you know, mm. when I got stabbed and like all type of stuff. I mean, he was there to to show that hey, I'm your father. I'm here to help you. I'm here to be with you. I love you. I'm supportive of you. You know, and sure, you're, you're acting crazy right now. Sure, you're involved in some things that you shouldn't be involved in. But l let me pull you out of that, right? And and it was rough. It wasn't the conversations were not as pleasant as we're talking right now. But you know, it was more of, hey, you're my son. I love you, and I'm gonna be here with you. And that's what makes a man. That's what makes a father, mm. right? Just going to work. And saying, you know, hey, I'm going to pay for this. I'm going to pay for private school. You know, hey, you get your car or whatever. And not being there and not listening to your kids. That's not being a father. Right. And can you imagine? So imagine going to those soccer practices and things like that without him there. Sure, you he paid for the uniform. He right. paid for all and of that. Mom, right. For you know, and yes. absolutely your mom, too. And but, you know, since you're talking about your dad specifically, imagine if he wasn't there. Right. Would that be the same? for you would what, you still the, the feel soccer practice right so what i'm trying to the the picture i'm trying to paint is you know he did a phenomenal job of doing both but can you imagine if he only just or if your parents just only did the did providing one. but weren't present they weren't there well, to that's games. Most people, they weren't but that's, mo that's a lot most of people go parents. through that and it's not the same it, mo man let me tell you there'll be times where you're like out there in the field and you're looking in the stands looking for your yeah, loved yeah, yeah, ones yeah. And they're not but my there. parents were my, my one of my parents were always there and, and here's the thing if you know you, you guys gotta call a spade a spade right you know people be sugarcoating too much stuff man like just call it what it is you know people sugarcoat they want to be politically politically correct if your parents sucked they sucked right it's up to you to be a better parent I'm very fortunate and I had no point in my life that I ever take a take it for granted and neither do I today. There's no point where I said, hey, you know, my dad is showing up here, you know, I'm over here joking around with these, you know, with these bad kids or whatever. And then I just look over my shoulder and it's like three o'clock on a, on a Tuesday. And then my dad is just like looking at me and I'm like, wow, you know, but it made me 
right? Getting not associated with those type of kids anymore because I never knew when he was going to show up mm-hmm. and my grades began to improve and I got more focused in, you know, in academics and in school, you know, uh, in, in soccer and other sports and music. And so, I mean, you're mm-hmm. right, but there's so many parents where they're just, they're just not present or they weren't present for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, right, that my life was perfect because it was beyond far from perfect, but my parents made sure they that whenever there. I started straying, they did whatever they had to do to pull me back in. That's what being a good parent is. That's what being a good man is. We're not, we're going from pumping gas from mm-hmm. what people think is just you pump your gas for your wife is being a good man to me telling you providing financially and providing, you know, through time and being there for support. That's what that's a huge. real man. It's those two things, right? Everything else makes up those things but those are the primary two things so focus on yes, those two things that's huge and and as parents and we're parents now you know and i'm just so thankful that you had both your parents um to be there for you you know and sure as parents we're not going to be able to be at every single thing every single time or sometimes i'm but able to go to stuff best. and then there's times where i can't but you're able to go right. to stuff you know we're always there for our son but there are going to be things that come up right that where one of us has an obligation we have to go to it's no problem right but for the most part can your child look up and say I always have a family member or always have one of my parents at my games or at my recitals or picking me up for school. Like, guys, I know a lot of y'all have nine to fives and things like that. But if there's any way that you can start being present with your children, even if that's during school, if you can even go to lunch with them during school, if you can be the ones to pick them up from school or something along those, if you can find another job, if you can work from home. Guys, it's well worth it because you're right. Imagine if knowing that your dad just kind of like shows up and you always think, shoot, he's probably around here in campus somewhere. Never knew. That kind of kept you in line. But think about all those other kids. And I could think of a thousand right now that didn't have what? That that didn't have their parents checking up on them. Mm. Right. They're getting picked up to and from from the uh, school bus and things like that. And, you know, they just you could just tell. Their parents they weren't didn't there. care. It was the bad you, you kids. Can tell it was always the when kids. the parents cared about it's that true. child, or if they, you know, were just led astray. They were doing their own things. They were acting like grown-ups, making grown-up decisions because their parents were never there. Sometimes you wouldn't see them all year. They never showed. And up. it's you know, it's I understand y'all. We have limitations. We live in different parts of the world. You know, sometimes you have to use the school bus and things like that. But if there's anything that you can do to be present and not just say, "Well, I'm over here working overtime." That's great, but, you know. And and I want to say one thing, too, because people are going to be like, you know, well, my dad was working, my mom was working. You know, my parents worked two jobs. Two. My dad was working two jobs, and he still found ways Mm. to pop up in school. He still found ways to take me to soccer practice on some days. He still found ways where if he couldn't take me, he was picking me up. I mean, there were some days, right, where he would just pick me up from soccer practice at like 930 at night. Right. But he, he made it where I went to one practice and I went to another practice and then someone else took me over here and then he picked me up from here. But he was mm-hmm. still present. And then he was talking to me about my day, you know, what I needed help with, you know, where everything was. And he stayed in communication with my teachers, even if you can't be there physically. 
we got cell phones. I mean, you could they could call you can call your son's school teacher, right? You can you can you can send them an email. You can be present in some sort. So, you know, I don't want the podcast to go too far or too long, but there's <laughs> yeah. a lot more that we would love to talk to you about. So, if you have any questions, definitely reach out to us on legendvest.com, you know, ask us questions on our Instagrams, ask us questions on our websites. Um, we definitely want to hear from you, and we want to actually get some of those questions onto our YouTube channels. Um, so make sure you comment and things like that. So do you have anything else to close? That's us off? it. Thank you so much. We appreciate y'all support. This was a great topic. I know that we can talk about this for a long time, but you know we want to be mindful of your time and go ahead and tune into the next episode. So that's pretty much it. Awesome. Thanks for your support. Make sure you like and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>